Greetings, saints of God. I pray all is well with each of you. Today is the first day in which the Metro-wide stay-at-home order is effective, and it is set to last through April 24th. Now, this is obviously something new for all of us, so we have no way of really knowing how we will be affected in the long run. Nevertheless, we know that God is going to be with us through it all, so we can rest assured we are going to be all right. Yesterday, I had to try to instruct our pastors in Africa concerning the proper response towards this worldwide pandemic. Uh, it seems a few of them were feeling like if they made any change to the way or the frequency uh, they were having their church services, that uh, they would be doing so as a result of fear. And they were encouraging each other to stand strong, um, saying, don't run and hide. Um, and one man even referred to it as just one plague and talking about how faithless everyone was uh, by the kinds of responses that they were giving. And so I had to try to write to them and address another side of this from what they were considering. And as I was preparing for today's podcast, it occurred to me that, you know, during this time, there, there may still be some of you who are wondering if we at the Truth Church are really doing the right thing by having made this move to online services only. Um, I hope that... Uh, for most of you, I alleviated any questions along those lines when I announced my, honestly, my gut-wrenching decision to the church, one of the hardest decisions that I've, I've ever had to make in my ministry. Um, and I hope that I calmed any fears at that time. But, you know, it, it's always possible that some may still be wondering, some maybe didn't hear my explanation uh, that night and and right now, especially some may just be having second thoughts. Are we really doing the right thing? And so I thought it might be helpful to you if I just kind of read to you um, how I responded to the pastors in Africa and uh, share with you the things that I said with them and thereby maybe um, maybe help you a little bit right now. And here's the message that I sent them. I said, brethren, let me assure you that nothing I have encouraged you to do is based on fear. Furthermore, there is a big difference between faith and foolishness. If any of you men saw a poisonous viper in your path, would you simply walk up to it, pick it up, and move it out of your way? I don't think so. Paul was bitten by a viper in Acts 28 but he was unaware of its presence. He didn't go uh, intentionally on a snake hunt and try to gather up a bunch of the deadly creatures. Now, after he was bitten, he trusted God, and so should we. But he didn't go looking for it to happen. It is right to expect God to help us when we're doing what is right. It is not right to act carelessly and expect God to protect us anyhow. Let me ask you something. 
When Jesus was told by the devil to throw himself off the temple because scripture said the angels would protect him, was he acting in fear by not jumping? Of course not. He was acting in wisdom. And by the way, this example shows us that sometimes what some people call faith is actually tempting God. That is, doing something reckless while expecting God to protect you in the process. When Paul had the brethren let him down over the wall in a basket in the middle of the night so he could escape those who wanted to kill him in Acts chapter 9, verse 25, was Paul acting out of fear? No, he was using wisdom. When the people of Iconium wanted to stone him, and Acts 14 and 6 says he fled, and that is the word that's used, he fled to another city. Was Paul acting in fear? No, he was using wisdom. When Paul perceived that the ship on which he was traveling was headed into a storm, he warned the people not to set sail. That's Acts chapter 27. Was Paul acting out of fear? No, he was using wisdom. Neither Jesus nor Paul were living in fear. Rather, they were using wisdom. Wisdom is godly. Using wisdom is the will of God. If you lived on a coast and a hurricane or a typhoon was coming, would you just tell your people, come on to church anyhow. Trust God that our building and our lives are going to be okay? I doubt it. Most likely, you would encourage your people to find a safe place and stay away from the storm. That's what wisdom does. Do you all obey traffic laws? Do you stop at a red light? Why don't you just ignore the warning light and drive through it, having faith that God is going to protect you and keep you through that intersection? Does obedience to the law mean you're living in fear? No, you are using wisdom. Now, obviously, you men have to make decisions for yourselves and your congregation. As for me, I choose to protect the people I love and find other ways to get the word of God to them rather than cause them to risk their lives under the guise of faith. I do not believe I am being faithless. I know I'm not acting out of fear. I have spent time praying for guidance. I have sought the advice of true men of God, men who preach the oneness, Acts 2.38 message, men who have proven their ministries by the lives they live. These godly men are taking the same stand I have encouraged you to take. None of them are acting out of fear. I can assure you that if any of my people contract the virus, I will have no problem praying for them. I know God is a healer. However, I will not ask them to put themselves at risk. Again, my brothers, do what you believe is best. All I ask is that you give everyone else the same liberty without trying to make them feel like they're doubting God when, in fact, they are doing what they believe God wants them to do. Don't call them faithless when they use wisdom. God bless. And that was the end of what I wrote to those men. I want to again assure each of you, saints of God, that everything we're doing, 
We're not doing this out of fear. We're not kowtowing to officials. We're not compromising our faith. We are trying to protect you, the people that we love. Now, before concluding the podcast, let me emphatically state, I am not trying to say that I have more wisdom than those who see things differently and continue to have church. We all know Paul said it's unwise to compare ourselves among ourselves. Every man is going to have to stand before God in the decision that he makes. My point to you, Truth Church, is simply that I am not responding out of fear. I am responding in faith. Faith in God to guide me and faith in my elders to offer sound counsel. And let me close with this. Not only do I have faith in God and faith in my elders, I also have faith in you. I believe in you. Saints, you have shown me through the years that you can be resilient, even in the most difficult and confusing of situations. I've watched you. I've seen how you can do it. And I have no doubt that once again, the members of the Truth Church are going to come through this shining brightly, and they're going to come through it stronger than ever. We love each of you dearly. Don't forget to contact us if you need us. Remember the email address, prayer at olathatruth.com. We want to do everything we can to help you. We love you, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. God bless.